I'm Leonard Riggs, and this is my podcast from my head to your ears, and uh, I'm going to just do a podcast of what's on my mind today, and I've got a lot on my mind, so I'm going to take a break, and I will return with my podcast from my head to your ears. I'm Leonard Riggs. I'm Leonard Riggs, and this is my podcast from my head to your ears. And I, as I said before, when I get inspired to do a podcast, I have to do it or, or lose it. So a lot of things were annoying me last few days, and I thought, I'm going to do a podcast. And I hate to be negative, but I'm going to do a podcast on what's kind of a, stuck in my craw and annoying me right now. And sorry this is negative, but it's really not. I just have something to say, and I've got a forum to say it on, and I'm going to do it because I can <laughs> That's why I have a podcast. So the first thing that really annoyed me, I love movies and I love my movie collection. And I love that I can get in the mood to watch a movie and pull out in my collection. Now, mind you, I love some pretty obscure stuff. So every now and then I I like to um, get in my collection and pull out. Like tonight I'm going to watch The Brides of Dracula, the Hammer movie from the 1960s. And that's not available on streaming. Maybe, maybe on Amazon. But A, my internet isn't the greatest and it stops and starts. It's annoying. Um, And I just don't enjoy streaming as a general rule. I hate it, actually. I just don't like it. I like having a physical copy of a TV show or movie. I love that freedom of... Finding what I want to watch and watching it when I want to and not having to mess with the streaming service. Because if you go by streaming, your selections are just extremely limited and all the stuff that they decide that is going to be available to you. Whereas there are companies like Kino Lorber and Shout and things that specialize in um, physical media Restoring old classic TV shows and movies, the Criterion Collections, another example. And for collectors of this stuff, we love these things. And um, it, it annoys me that retail is going to decide to pull these things and not offer them. Of course, I guess you could still get them online. Uh, for instance, a good example of this happening before to me as a collector I love to collect vinyl records I absolutely loved vinyl records and CDs were coming into fruition and cassettes were the most popular form of uh, consumer music at that time so something had to go so vinyl records went like by way of 8 tracks which by the way for those that collect 8 tracks I'm sorry but A-Tracks tape were awful. A-Track tapes were just ridiculous, and I did not like them. They didn't sound good. They interrupted your songs, and you had to go to the other track, blah, blah, blah. But if you collect those, that's great. Like I said, I did a podcast called We're All Geeks About Something. If you love it, great. But as far as I'm concerned, it's just not for me. But anyway, I love vinyl records, and I was just starting my collection because in the early 90s, or whenever they pulled them, I'm kind of, yeah, it was the early 90s, I think, late 80s. Um, I had just started to really get into it, and literally overnight, 
uh, Walmart and the other other retailers pulled all their vinyl records and quit selling them. So I hadn't discovered imports at this point. So I switched to CDs because I absolutely hate cassettes. They, I never had a cassette that lasted. So I enjoyed the the um, CDs and they sounded good. Blah, 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 all that. But I just, it annoyed me that the fact that I had to quit collecting because I couldn't get them anymore. So here we go again, years later, with uh, physical media. And I've upgraded to a Blu-ray and I have a high-def TV and I love... Companies like Kino Lorber and and uh, Criterion and Shout and these people that are restoring movies. Kino Lorber is a great example of restoring kind of older, obscure titles. And uh, I love that. But now Best Buy and Walmart and all these are deciding they're going to... Well, Best Buy is pulling all uh, physical media off their shelves. You won't be able to buy a DVD anymore. But... To your average consumer, I think they like streaming. But to me, streaming, your selection is so limited that you're only going to get what they decide that you can watch. I want to watch The Brides of Dracula, right, tonight. And um, I'm going to watch it. It's an obs- it's an obs- obscure. It's an old uh, Hammer movie from the 1960s. It's in my collection. I have it on Blu-ray. I can just watch it because I own it. And another thing, if you stream movies, you can buy stream movies, but you don't own it. it it's uh, a limited uh, license, and after so many years, it's not going to be available to you. So you can't go back and say, oh, look what I found. I, I'm going to watch this movie. So I don't like streaming, and my internet sucks. So it stops and starts. So anyway, it just irritates me that I don't like that kind of control over what I like and what I choose to like. I was talking to a friend about, I'm going to go back to music for a minute. I was talking to a friend about uh, how the music scene changed overnight in the late 80s, early 90s to grunge. And there was a video uh, program on WTBS late at night called Night Tracks where they showed videos all night. In the 80s, it was my go-to because I didn't have MTV. And MTV was more rock and roll anyway. I liked pop music. And every uh, Friday, Saturday night, I would watch all night. I would watch Night Tracks and watch all my favorite music videos. And literally in the early 90s, one night they said, we're changing our format. And they went to alternative music and grunge. And it was just, I was like horrified. I was like, this is horrible. And um, again, I was being limited because I couldn't get what I wanted anymore. I was being forced to watch this crap and I didn't. Luckily, I discovered a collector's magazine called Goldmine, which I think is still in publication, where they sold imports. Now, mind you, I had just switched over to um, to uh, CDs from albums because uh, vinyl albums because they were you couldn't even find vinyl albums at this point. You know, they weren't they weren't producing them at this point even. So vinyl had just disappeared after all these years of you know years and years and years of being offered readily to consumers so that's how they that's how they get you they just 
quit making them and then they force you into finding something else or finding the format that they want you to uh, use. So anyway, I found Goldmine and I found, not only I found CDs that I couldn't get in the United States because they weren't popular all of a sudden, I could get imports. And <laughs> my pop music sensibilities in Britain in the late 80s, early 90s, a uh, 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 production team of Stock Ake and Waterman were very popular. They did Rick Astley and all those. And I like that kind of fun pop music and Kylie Minogue. Well, Kylie Minogue was big all over the world, but in the United States, uh, she just never achieved the popularity she achieved in, in the rest of the world. She was as big as Madonna and overseas in Australia, her home of Australia and all that. But I found Goldmine and I found that I could I could buy a lot of her albums that weren't being released in the United States. And all of a sudden, my world was opened up. And my gosh, I got credit cards and I was buying stuff left and right. And then Olivia Newton-John, after a little hiatus, started releasing stuff. But she wasn't getting released in the United States. So you had to buy her on import. And then I found out a lot of her older albums you could get on import on CD that you couldn't get in the United States. Again, being limited, you know... But I found I found imports were my savior. Now with videos, sorry I'm all over the map here. With videos, you can't buy a movie overseas and play it on your U.S. Um, player because they have different formats than we do in uh, the United States versus Britain. Um, there's a different format. The Brit the British go by. Um, uh, PAL, the PAL, PAL format, I think. And the United States is, I have to look it up. My brain's, normally I would be able to tell you. Oh, shoot. Um, it's hard to see. Uh, 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 oh, it's not on here. Well, we just have a different format in the United States than they do overseas, and they're not compatible with with uh, your operational systems here in the United States. So, yeah, I can't find it. I'm usually more knowledgeable about this stuff than I am right now. Uh, uh, well, crap. Well, anyway, <laughs> I'm not going to waste my time looking that up. Maybe in the next segment, if I'm going to look it up real quick. Um, uh, anyway, uh, you can't buy an import movie and play it on a, a United States uh, ugh, sorry my cat just jumped on my stomach <laughs> thanks Kira you can't you can't they're not compatible with your system so you have to watch that when buying movies sometimes you can get a, a, a movie that's open to all formats zero region I think we're defined by regions in the video industry in the physical media video industry. But, uh, <clears throat> so, anyway, uh, I'm going to take a break, and I'll be, I'm about ready to choke, I'll be honest with you. Um, I will be right back. I'm Leonard Riggs, and this is, this is my podcast from my head to your ears. I will return in a moment.
And I'm Leonard Riggs, and this is my podcast for my head to your ears. And during my little choking break there, I looked up uh, the formats for the various um, regions for DVD and Blu-ray players. And the United States is NTSC, and we're Region 1, and Britain, and those areas are PAL, a PAL system. I'm not sure of the region. I didn't look that up. But those Blu-rays and DVDs aren't compatible with our with our uh, basic DVD Blu-ray players in the United States. You can buy an all-region player and play imports, but um, they won't. They're not. Uh, they're not available here. I mean, they're, you could buy them, but you can't play them unless it's a zero-region format and I think the PAL will work because I think I have a Kylie Minogue video collection that I bought years ago and it does play on certain um my players some players it wouldn't play but as a general rule a zero region will play anywhere but you have to watch that when you buy import DVDs or Blu-rays because if they're not zero region you're not going to be able to play them on your player so buying imports doesn't work very well with 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 uh, physical uh, video media. Now CDs are compatible all over the world. You can buy an import CD from or LP or whatever from anywhere and play it on your obviously play it on your record player slash CD player. Blah blah blah. Who buys CDs anymore, right? But also music. Now if you go to your iPhone and you look at your Apple Music or your Spotify, there are certain recordings that are available in the United States. They're licensed to play here, but not in Australia or in Britain. So, for instance, when I'm a big Olivia Newton-John fan, Australia offered all of her albums years ago, and they didn't offer very much here on, um, on streaming services. Again, limiting it pissed me off. Uh, but... Um, recently she, or before she passed, she signed to a label called Primary Wave and they've re-released all of her stuff. So, um, it's readily available, but I don't know if you were aware of this and maybe you didn't care, (laughs) but that's why you can find, if you, you can actually used to, I don't know if you still can, used to, you can switch. Um, countries on your iTunes and look and see what was available in other countries, but you couldn't you couldn't uh, download music from say Australia because it wasn't licensed. So it you it's not a, you can look at it, but you can't download it. So you can only download. <laughs> I can't. Kira is rubbing up against my phone while I'm trying to record. I love you, Kira. My kitty cats. They're my babies. But I, I don't think your general public is aware of these licenses and stuff. But back to what I was talking about, I digress. Um, uh, Best Buy and other retail outlets are following suit where they're pulling all their physical media, music and, and um, um, movies. So basically they're forcing us to stream more and more. Now music, I don't mind streaming. But I do like liner notes, and I do like, I still, there. of course, vinyl has made a comeback, and that's awesome. And 
a lot of younger people are discovering the greatness of vinyl recordings. I love the liner notes and the pictures and the big packaging. Of course, they do take up a lot of space, but um, I like that they're offering those again. I like that you can go to Walmart and get vinyl records again. They sort of underestimated the power of and the wonderfulness of vinyl records. So I hope this is just some temporary thing, and I hope it doesn't become like a a major pain in the butt to be able to get my physical media because I, I'm not liking it. So far I can order from Amazon and, and online outlets. So it doesn't matter. And actually that's how I've been getting my physical media because I rarely go retail shopping anymore. And, uh, ah, Kira, um, the dangers of recording a podcast with cats. <laughs> Sorry, sweetheart. Um, but I just, I just, uh, as a collector and me being a movie, movie geek, I just find it disconcerting that they're going to try to force you into streaming. I just hate streaming. It's just a pain in the butt. Very limited selection of movies and blah, blah, blah. Well, I'm going to take a break and I will talk about more of what's bugging me after, after I take this little break. I'm Leonard Riggs and this is my podcast. From my head to your ears, Kira, settle down. <coughs> I'll be right back. I'm Leonard Riggs and this is my podcast from my head to your ears. And another thing that bugged me came across today. I was talking to a younger friend of mine and the subject of my podcast came up. And I realized my podcasts aren't for everybody. And I notice when I look at my stats, I don't have a lot of listeners under 21. That's fine because they have their own thing and I talk about old movies and stuff they can't possibly be interested in. But I hate that people, I think honestly, maybe this is the, I don't like being limited on anything. I like, I like to be able to like what I like and buy what I want to buy and anyway uh, I don't like limitations and I hate that younger people limit themselves on what they like because for instance they don't like black and white movies and they don't like old music and they don't they don't want to talk to older people because the older people are stupid and boring and that's such a negative limiting I have never in my life not enjoyed talking to an older person. My grandma used to tell stories, and I absolutely adored her stories. I absolutely love talking to older people. They have a lot of knowledge and history, and um, they're very interesting. And um, to just dismiss people because they're older and... uh, to think they're just kind of lame or stupid or don't know anything. That's very immature, very, very, um, a very horrible way to pee. So I find that a lot of younger people and not everybody, I, I, there's a lot of younger kids that are great to talk to. And, uh, to me, if you don't read and look at history and listen to your older the verbal history you can get from your grandparents and your parents 
to dismiss all them as stupid or boring or old fashioned is just just terrible. I I hate that. Take your freaking headphones off. <laughs> Listen to, to visit your grandma and grandpa and your really talk to your mom and dad. They're not stupid. They've lived a life. They have a lot more experience than you do, you know. And don't limit yourself. Um, I was watching The Haunting, which is black and white, versus the remake. This is a good example of what I hate about newer movies. And, of course, the uh, the remake is old now at this point, too. But... Um, the old movie was very atmospheric. The black and white uh, film was used as a, artistically used to really give the movie a creepy atmosphere. Whereas the remake was CGI and they were trying to scare you with visuals. Whereas the older movie scared you with atmosphere and sound effects, which was very effective and very you take the old haunting movie and watch it in the dark with the sound effects if you got a good uh, surround sound system that movie is very scary if you take that remake and watch it which is it's a horrible remake I'm sorry <laughs> it's laughable but the CGI and everything was just they're trying to like think for you and I just hate that Whereas the old one left things to your imagination. And I don't know about you, my imagination can be a horrifying place to be. <laughs> so, to me, the old movie was more effective. To me, older is not um, lame and uh, outdated. It's older is more interesting and uh, steeped with history. So, don't dismiss older people, older things... You have a lot to learn from history and things that came before you. This world existed long before you did and will exist long after you. And we all, <coughs> we all become, well, again, absorbed in the history of the world. So don't dismiss your older folks. It's a very horrible way to be. And uh, you can learn a lot from history. Anyway, <laughs> I'm going to take a break. Hope that all made sense. And I'll be right back. I'm Leonard Riggs and this is my podcast from my head to your ears. I'm Leonard Riggs and this is my podcast from my head to your ears. And I was talking about younger folks and, uh, um, being not not appreciating their older um, older parents or their older grandparents or whatever and dismissing people because they think they're old and lame. But I had a, a co-worker a while back who I like, but he would come to work, put his headphones in and stay in the back. And when I would try to talk, everything I said was stupid or a joke and I was just this silly old man that um, he worked with that everybody knows Leonard you know what a silly irrelevant retarded pardon that word that's a terrible word but retarded person that has nothing to offer the world 
And it bugged me so bad. I could not make a connection with this person. And it bothered me because I thought we couldn't even really joke. Uh, and he was fine with that. I just I just had no, um, no use for him. He had no use for anything I said. And as a matter of fact, um, I asked him if he would listen to my podcast. He liked podcasts. And he just looked at me like, why would I listen to your podcast? So I was very much, I thought, this is kind of a crappy thing. And it bothered me because I pride myself in making friends at work and long-lasting friends. Just could not connect with this youngster. And, uh, boy, I do sound like an older grandparent here, youngster. Um, but it's true. I thought, oh, my God, I one of my best friends in the world is in her 80s. One of my former co-workers. And then I have another friend that's in her 70s. I love talking to... And they're not older people. They're just people with experience. And I love talking about things that are... I love their history and I love their stories. Like I said, I love talking to my grandma and my mom and dad. And my dad had stories about World War II. And they were not just throwaway people. Honestly, just the whole... I think the whole thing that bugs me about everything, including the movies and everything, is just the fact that my world is being dismissed because it's no longer... Um, no longer what's the word I'm looking for it's no longer um, relevant and because it's you know streaming's better no streaming is not better so anyway I guess I'm feeling a little old and depressed and it's winter it's January and it's gloomy and it's cold <laughs> the holidays are over and I've got a little bit of holiday depression so sorry for this depressing and negative podcast but hopefully I what I'm saying is getting through to somebody and um, <laughs> not that I have any young listeners that think I'm very interesting but um, by chance if there's one that's listening uh, appreciate appreciate things that came before you we have a lot to learn about history and, and old movies I tell you what thank God for Turner Movie Classics because they're keeping the old movies there's silent movies on right now not my cup of tea but silent movies are almost some of them are a hundred years old and they've restored these movies and I'm watching images from a hundred years ago isn't that amazing I just think that is the coolest thing ever. And um, like I said, although silent movies kind of don't keep my attention uh, like uh, soundies, but even the soundies are approaching 100 years old. Uh, so, yeah, it, like I said, those movies, those when I do my horror film um, uh, marathon, when I watch Frankenstein and Dracula, the Bela Lugosi and... Boris Karloff versions, those movies are very close to being 100 years old, and they've restored them, and they're they're pristine, and I just think that's awesome. I think that we can look at visuals and sound from almost 100 years ago is an amazing thing, and a wonderful thing 
So, uh, there was a great, uh, uh, I'm a big fan of the movie The Uninvited from 1944 with Ray Milland and Gail Russell. And there's a great documentary on there and it talked about how, of course, it's a ghost movie and how, how actually film, um, watching these old movies and, and with sound and visuals and how you're actually looking at kind of ghost images of these people that are long deceased in their prime when they were youthful. It's a peak. I mean, it's too bad we can't look back at like George Washington times and see how people moved. And uh, I don't think there's, I mean, photographs aren't available of George Washington. Obviously, we go by paintings and stuff. But we live in an era now where everything's so recorded. And like I said, I've talked about this before too, like the Brady Bunch is 50 years ago. And when I was a kid, the Brady Bunch was due in 50 years before that were those silent movies. So here kids today can watch the Brady Bunch in full sound and visuals and and get a feel of what it was like in those times through, uh, through visuals that we didn't have that advantage when I was littler. So kids, you have the world at your fingertips right now. You have the ability to listen to music and movies that are approaching a hundred years old. Whereas I couldn't do that even when I was a child. So it's an amazing thing to think when these kids are old, how everything is very well documented and even with social media and everything we take pictures all the time since it's so readily available it's just a common thing so everything's can be documented I was also reading too and this isn't stuck in my craw but it was an interesting uh, little I guess meme on on on, uh, social media that I saw that we all in a hundred years were were just a photograph in someone's photo album or a photo on the wall and long forgotten and nothing we have uh, really matters to anybody and uh, so if you have the ability to to record yourself and uh, and uh, be uh, historically uh, available. <laughs> I don't know what I'm trying to say here. But the fact that a kid could, you know, find a video of me in a hundred years and see how I sounded and how I looked and if I'm talking about what would matter to me, to me, that's fascinating. I think my podcast has run its course because I'm getting tired and I'm starting not to make sense. So I'm going to end this after a break. And uh, I'll be right back. I'm Leonard Riggs, and this is my podcast, and my cat just jumped on my stomach again. Kira! So I'll be right back. <laughs> I'm Leonard Riggs, and this is my podcast from my head to your ears, and And my podcast is coming to an end. I think I've talked about what I wanted to talk about. Getting older is such a weird thing. And I worry about becoming irrelevant. And it bothers me when I think younger people 
don't find me relevant and interesting or that I don't matter. I'm 57 years old and I've lived in this world for 57 years. And uh, I've experienced a lot of things, even though I'm not the most worldly person uh, that you would possibly know. I, I have lived a life and um, I have a story to tell. And that's why I like this podcast, because uh, I can tell my stories and I can put it out here. And if it's not your cup of tea, that's great. But just don't dismiss me. (laughs) Don't do that to anybody. Don't be dismissive of people because of their age. Or um, it's just don't limit yourself. Learn from your older folks. They're very interesting people. And be kind to your grandparents and your parents. They know more than you think they know. (laughs) Trust me. Um, So with that, I am going to bid you adieu for this week. And sorry, my podcast is a little late. I actually was kind of... Oh, I have a very bad uh, holiday depression. I don't do well after the holidays. And uh, finally, I had enough, enough to enough creative juice to record a podcast so uh thank you for listening i love that you listen and i enjoy your comments and uh i also enjoy feedback if you would like to uh well i don't really have it set up to where you can leave me feedback but you know i enjoy the comments when people come in and tell me they listen and if you're listening around the world that is so cool (laughs) this is why i podcast And uh, anyway, I'm Leonard Riggs, and this is my podcast, From My Head to Your Ears. Thank you for listening, and I will be back with another podcast very soon. Uh, Goodbye.